0: Hi, I'm Dr. Lynn Wagner,
1: and I'm James Low Miller. In the chaos of today, sometimes it's hard to really know who you are and what you want to be.
0: Join us, the doctor
1: and the stylist,
0: as we come together from very different worlds to guide you towards a life of authenticity and true health.
1: Let's go! So hey, uh, happy Saturday. I want to say it's the last Saturday of uh, January 2021.
0: It is. That's right. I thought it was Friday.
1: Beautiful day. It's
0: Saturday. It's a beautiful day of, of white and gray in, wow. in Wisconsin.
1: Yeah, but I, I like because we finally have ice now. We haven't had ice. It's true. Looks pretty cool. You, well, you probably have down by you, huh?
0: Not re- I mean, it comes and goes. Yeah. Yep.
1: It's always so, flowing down there. It's always it's finding flowing. the flow.
0: Right. No. So we're sitting in um, Door County, Wisconsin. Yes. Looking at the... The Bay of Green, Yep. <laughs> Green Bay, mm-hmm. which up until two weeks ago was still open water, which is c- kind of uncommon for this Very time Very rare, yet. yes. Um, but now we finally have, we call it the ice came in. Yes. So now we'll start to see ice shanties and fishermen and yeah. snowmobiles oh, yeah. and all the good Wisconsin Plenty of fun. trucks
1: out there. I never understood that. You need the to tr- take the whole truck? Yeah. <laughs> like an ATV or a snowmobile that's not, just not good I enough? I know, I know. I just couldn't do it.
0: I couldn't either. No way in hell. So um, hopefully they have their compass, their inner compass.
1: Oh, what's that? (laughs) Segway.
0: (laughs) Segway. So So just just for your information, it's been a while since we recorded one, but it actually hasn't been that long. We actually tried to record one remotely because um, both of us have been busy. We live in different cities. And if you didn't know this, James is helping to open up a new hotel in Sister Bay, Wisconsin, which is in the northern part of Door County. Um, so he's been just crazy busy. So it's just been hard for us to get together and record. So we recorded one remotely. Microphones didn't work. We had to scrap it. So now we're actually back together again. To yeah.
1: Do it. And so this would be the official first podcast of 2021. It is. So happy it is. new year. Happy new year. Yeah. I, I hope it's going good so far. <laughs> I don't know.
0: It's better than last year.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. Yes.
0: Um, and, and, and today we wanted to talk about emotions and your inner compass. Yeah
1: we actually started really getting on a roll about the inner compass on that last podcast, which you've not heard. And we kept looking at each other like, wow, that we should actually like focus on that. So it was
0: the last five minutes.
1: It was a good five minutes. Right. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. So I actually re-listened to it and that's how I took notes for today.
1: Yes. Good.
0: Um, So, but I wanted to start with a story because I had a story that actually came to mind that actually I think people can um, relate to, not necessarily relate to, but it'll help them understand what we're talking about a little more when you actually put a story to the topic. Um, you know, in the past time as my life as an ER doctor, um, I have done pelvic exams on women. This is going to kind of throw you for a a little bit of a loop here. Um, and I realized it used to bug me at first. I used to get really annoyed. And I, when I would do a pelvic exam and the woman would not let me do it, because if you're a woman, you understand what I mean by a pelvic exam. If you're a man, you have to put your feet in stirrups frog leg your legs and a doctor is going into your groin with this like plastic duckbill looking thing so it's pretty intimidating right um but most women are used to it they can relax they can let you do your examination and when you're doing that exam you're looking at their cervix and you're looking inside so you can you can tell all sorts of things that are really really important um so when i and, and in the er we do pelvic exams a lot for stds or various other things and um I have had patients where when you go to do the pelvic exam, they hyperventilate, they're panicking, they clench everything down so you can't even get that plastic speculum thing in there. Um, they're slamming their knees together. Uh, and like I said, I used to get really annoyed with these people. And um, it finally, you know, maturing and doing what I do for work and, and what I study about, I finally realized, like, these women have trauma. There's a reason why they, they don't tolerate this. They have trauma and so in in a case you know in the past year i actually asked one of my patients this as this happened i was able to calmly talk her through it still do the exam where in the past i may have just kind of stopped the procedure um, and or the exam and i asked her i said have you ever been sexually assaulted and she said yes I, I said okay so just so you know the reason why you're reacting this way to me wanting to do this exam is not because of what we're doing today it's because of fear you hold from prior things right and for, for me it was like it tied in completely with what we're talking about right because she had you have you haven't you have a um, event and then you have an emotion to that event and then you have a reaction that's what happens so her event was she was getting a pelvic exam and then her emotion was fear and panic because because of her past history and so her reaction was clenching the knees, tightening up her stuff, and not allowing me to proceed with the examination. So I thought it was a very vivid visual example of what we all do on a day-to-day basis with all of the events that we go through. And how can we learn to maybe check in on our reactions and check in on our emotions that we feel and decide is this a real reaction that I should be having or is this based in old trauma? Is this just because I'm tired as shit? or because I'm not taking care of my body and then choose to react a different way if it's appropriate. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it does. And um and certainly if you're a man listening to this, I think there's a lot of things that we could maybe have some sort of correlation. Yes. That is a very uh a vivid very and a, vivid. a great example of that. Uh I certainly understand it. Um and while while you were saying it, I was trying to in my mind think of okay, what's that thing for me? Yeah. Right? What is so it? we all have Do it. you have one? I've got, yeah, I do. I've got plenty, you know, loss. Um, I have, yeah, it, it goes, it goes pretty deep too, you know? I mean, really deep, you know, losing a loved one. It can be that. It um, there, there can be, you know, emotional abuse. Yep. Right. So yeah, there, there's a lot of things. There's sure. so many
0: things. Physical abuse. Totally. Yeah. Um, uh, job loss. Right. Uh, I'm just, I mean, there's so many things.
1: So, so many things that are relatable right now, too. I mean, a lot of people went through a lot of shit last yes, year. Yes, yes, right?
0: yes, yes. So, so I think it's, a, it's a, a pause for everyone to think about that and think about things that they might have in their lives that they might react weirdly to that might not actually be the right reaction. And right is the wrong word, but maybe you don't need to react that way. Another example would be this morning, John and I were on a run. And I was telling him some, some business ideas I had and some exciting things I have going on with my, my, my world. And I'm super enthusiastic right now. Um, and, and he started talking about some stuff. And I said, you know, I don't know what it is, but after we discussed this, I actually feel worse off than I did when we first started talking about it, which he's really my safe place. Like, I can tell him all my dreams, all my aspirations, and he never shoots me down, ever. So I can be, like, expansive with him. Um, and then the more we talked about it, Uh, We realized that his reaction was based in a fear, a a financial fear, a loss that he had suffered in his past related to finances, and then he was just carrying it forward to our circumstances, which is not true anymore.
1: So all the things that you were excited about and you were pumped to tell him and thinking you were going to get a different reaction, you got the opposite. Right. So he
0: was actually having a reaction that was probably, I don't want to say an inappropriate reaction, but it it was not what he normally it's not how he would normally react if he hadn't experienced this thing in his past life Mm. you know what i'm saying yeah so so it's just like that those are two examples that i think a lot of people could relate to and you, you could obviously give so many more but the whole concept is think of things in there's an event there's an emotion you feel from the event and then you react to it and so many people live every day just reacting like i'm snapping my fingers right now like you just react like you're just reactive and I have patients like this. I see this in the urgent care. I mean, we've all met that belligerent person where they're just, and especially now with the election and how angry people have been, where they're just completely belligerent and like totally tipped over the edge and you can't do anything about them, but there's a reason why they're doing that. That's not a healthy reaction. Like, is it healthy to grieve and feel sorrow and feel sad? Are those emotions okay? Yes in appropriate circumstances.
1: They're necessary. Necessary, right. Necessary, yes. right. So it's yeah, not yeah. about,
0: it's not about like, let's make every day like, let's just frickin' roll through the daisy fields and gallop and, tr- you know, yeah, be happy. Right. But it's, it's how do we minimize those those reactions that are bad, are sad, not bad, are sad, dark, that don't need to be there
1: no you know what it, it's okay to go through you know those those downturns because then the good times are that much better yes right?
0: yes for sure yeah and i think you know I, I i bring up trauma and and history as a reason why people might have emotions that are different or wrong not wrong but um not the way they should be but i think other things like i said is if you're not health if you're not living a healthy lifestyle so if you're not sleeping if you're drinking too much if you're eating shitty food um, you're going to be more likely to have negative emotions come up that's a that's a no brainer um, or if you're under just an insane amount of stress you know like if you're if your business is failing you're worried about going bankrupt you're worried about getting covid and giving it to your elderly parent you know your reaction are, are just going to be that much accentuated so mm. so how do we how do we know this and then proceed forward in life saying okay i'm going to start listening i'm going to start looking at my emotions and recognizing them and then do some inner work about on them. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, because I'm I'm certainly going through you know some of that right now because I am I'm, I'm really busy right now, which I'm very thankful for. But I have to take stock and be like, all right, you're just going to become more busy now.
0: Yes, you it's, are.
1: It's not going to. I've I already had my little like vacation phase. Right. This is now <laughs> we're into it, but it's just going to keep getting busier. Yes. And I, I know I cannot go on the way I've been going on and be successful how, or at least how I want to be. Right. So there has to be change. Yes. I know that. And I'm smart enough and I'm old enough now to, I I wouldn't have done that years ago. I would have just like kept trying to bury it. Yes. Dig the hole and like, just keep like how, uh, I think this hole can, you know, get a little deeper and maybe even a little deeper today.
0: So let's talk about that a little bit burying it yeah so different there's a difference between reacting to the emotion and there's a difference between avoiding it and burying it and, bo- and both of them can be pathologic you know what i mean
1: i know i do um and i know what you're saying i guess i thought you know my reaction yeah my reaction was always burying
0: yeah and we talked about this in the last podcast and denying same
1: complete and utter denial totally yeah, gross. No, <laughs> it's not you do.
0: Gross. No, it is. It's natural. It's survival.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, I think. I it's think not fun. No, but I mean, I, I shared with you the example of um, right before I I injured my hand like eight years ago, and I was um, I was an ER doctor, had three kids, I was um, I was chief of staff elect of the hospital, so I had like leadership p- position. So I was doing a lot. I was running like six miles every day. You know, it was just like bam, bam, go, 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 go. Um, and in retrospect, I looked at it and I, to, to, today I can realize I was running from my emotions because I had stuff that I had not dealt with. Right? Like I had, I had a prolonged um, illness of my dad between the age of you know fifth grade and twenty something, that really shaped me and formed me in a lot of good ways, but it was also a very sad thing that I probably had never dealt with. Um, there, you know, and, and the details don't really matter, but but I was burying. So I literally I think I, I injured myself. I had to be off work where I couldn't be running from everything all the time, literally physically incapacitated where I had to actually like sit in my shit.
1: Yeah. And yeah. and be
0: like, this doesn't this is oh this is uncomfortable. But maybe it's time to deal with it. You know what I mean?
1: I do. Yeah, for sure.
0: Um. So, the, so the, I mean, that's a deep topic. bearing your shit.
1: Yeah. Well, look, mine's all mental. You know, I, I've physically, I've, I've never had an issue. Yeah. Ever. You know, and I'm very fortunate uh, for that. But you know, trying to get out of my own way, um, it's it's what you just described is a very similar thing of what I've gone through just from a mental state. Yeah. Yeah. Berry, berry, berry.
0: Berry. Mm-hmm. Right. So so I think, you know, when you think of emotions, you think of happiness, sadness, guilt, shame, fear, you know, those are just a handful of emotions. But I think the key is start to start to key in on it and check in with yourself. People just don't check in with themselves anymore. They just literally groundhog day day after day after day after day. Um, and it, this has nothing to do with how... And for, big, for
1: those that don't get the movie reference, yes, of course, the, right. the great Bill Murray movie, Groundhog Day, right. he wakes up and experiences the same day over and over and over. And over. And over.
0: And that's the reality of a lot of people. And it doesn't mean it's bad sometimes to live like that, but I think if you're someone who literally never checks in with yourself and, and feels your emotions, that intuitive feeling... Um, it's time to do it, and it, it you don't have to like make a ton of money to do it. You don't have to change your life. You don't have to get a new partner. Like you can do it no matter where you're at. Is
1: yeah. there checking in too much?
0: Yeah, <laughs> well,
1: I would think right? so. Yes. So where's the ba- where does that balance lie? I
0: don't know that answer. That's a good question. What do you think?
1: I, I don't know because for me, I don't I don't check in enough. But I certainly have friends that will overanalyze and check oh, in, yeah. and like it's a it's a constant you know?
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I I don't think it means you need to ask yourself every hour, how am I feeling? Is this from an old problem or a new problem? Should I react differently? I definitely don't think it means that. Um, I think it means just like more like learn your inner compass, start to feel your feelings. You know, we talked about this before that, um, you can start to feel that feeling where an emotion is a good emotion, an appropriate emotion Mm -hmm. Or is it a discordant emotion, meaning it's not in line with what's real? You know what I mean? Yes. And what I mean by that is, is, you know, something really wonderful happens to you um, and you have that content, joyful, pleasure feeling. Obviously very, that's an appropriate response, right? Um, Or let's say um, your loved one or your boyfriend or your husband doesn't, call you back or answer your phone and you start to feel fear that they're not coming home or that they're with another woman that and and it makes you feel kind of itchy and yucky and you know in your brain that that person's not doing the thing you're worried about but you have this emotion that would be a discordant emotion inappropriate is the wrong word but it's probably the wrong emotion to have in that situation
1: I, I have those all the time
0: yeah, we all do. And yeah. and that's where you can grow because you can actually step back and look at it and say, why, What what's going on here? Am I tired? Am I, whatever's going on? Is this something I need to heal from my past? Is this something that's too much stress right now? Am I burning the candle at both ends? Am I not taking care of myself? Like, why am I having this?
1: So I think a lot of people, when you talk about that, that thing from the past, right, whatever that trauma is and yeah. trying, like, dealing with it, I think a lot of people would think that they would have to go see a shrink or a therapist right, right. to really get down to the root of the issue whatever that is talk it out well, that's expensive it is right yeah so what are some ways that people can talk it out and and start I mean is it is it just sitting down with a with a buddy yeah you know with a with a girlfriend mm-hmm. and say, hey, I mean I've known you for a long time can we like can we get deep for a minute? Yeah. Like have a heart to heart. Yes. And like get it out. Yes. I've done that with my friends. Yes. And my friends have done that with me and I've completely appreciated it. Like tears. You know, full on.
0: It's awesome. Like
1: throw the, the, the man card aside, you know, which who cares? I don't, I've never had one. No,
0: but so many do.
1: No, exactly. More of them
0: do than don't. It's
1: so, uh, it's so healthy because you, even if it's just one other person knowing what you're going through. Mm -hmm you at least know that somebody out there cares or at least understands right right that's massive
0: i love that i love that i think you know there's so many there's so many resources and sometimes the therapy doesn't work i have a lot of patients who come to me and they say i've tried therapy this many times and i just i've never found the person that fits for me um so it doesn't always work is it an option to try yes i send patients to therapists all the time i i see a counselor regularly like once a month and i'm you know what i'm like you know what i think i might just continue this for a really long time because it just it's nice to have someone to offload your stuff on um but self help books journaling meditating i mean energy healers parents there's nature like just yeah. god obviously yeah, you know there's right. just there's so many places to go um that that it doesn't have to be this complex procedure and also you don't have to like drag everything out and overanalyze it and be like you know some people say I just don't want to go through all that I was sexually abused for 10 years of my life and all this horrible stuff happened. I don't want to relive
1: it yeah I don't want to relive it I'm
0: finally past it you know and the other thing people have to realize is I'm bringing up very graphic very disturbing um, traumas but the trauma can be it doesn't have to be that big. It can be job loss. It can be bullying when you were a, a fifth oh, grader. Totally. Like, yeah. I have so many people that I know who are still affected by the bullying they, they went through when they were in grade school. So you can't minimize what your trauma was. You just have to be aware that my brain processes things in a way that I don't think is healthy anymore. And how can I, how can I change that? And it takes work. It takes consistency. It takes work. It's a habit, so you have to do it for, you know, a long time. And then eventually... Your brain, your neuro, your neuro. Um, oh, I can't think of the right word right now. It's okay. The the brain stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Doctor Wagner. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, brain stuff.
0: Yeah, the brain stuff will rewire. I think people. Under,
1: I get what you're. It's not uh, epigenetics.
0: It's um neuroplasticity.
1: Of course, we <laughs> the all brain stuff. we all knew that though. Yeah, the brain stuff.
0: You know, you'll have there's neuroplasticity, so your brain will like rework, and and I think the people what cool thing that I just learned. So I told you I've been working with this coach and um, uh, he referred me to another person. I bought this other person's book and in the book, the guy talks about the four traits that entrepreneurs have that you kind of, that you shouldn't feel bad about. And it made me feel so much better about myself. Cause it's like, number one, you've gone bankrupt before. Number two, um, you've had a mental health diagnosis. Number three, um, there's been substance abuse in your life. And number four, you have childhood trauma and i was like yeah i can check some of those boxes yeah you know what i mean and so um so it's i don't know where was i going with did that did it
1: take you that long like till you got that book in your hand and read that yes. like that no really
0: yes and i was like hot whoa like it's okay that that a i am not perfect Yeah. and b i have gone through some really hard shit and c actually maybe that's where why i am at where i am today
1: no so it's it's perfect talking about you know I don't even think of self-help books. It's never... It doesn't even enter my mind at all. Maybe that might be uh, something that I might want to look into because if that one, those four things, right, helped you just like that, yes. like finally, oh, I, wow, I don't have to feel s- such a way. Right. It is okay.
0: It is totally okay. It's
1: totally okay. It's, and it's actually good. Right.
0: Affirm's <laughs> where I'm at. Like, okay, Correct. I'm in the right place. Yes. You know? So um, so I think um, I think the important concepts are I'm trying to think what other topics we didn't cover. It's it's I I loved how you called it the true north when we first recorded this. You know, it's like your inner compass, your true north. We've talked about authenticity on this podcast. If you haven't listened to our authenticity podcast, you should go back and listen to it, because at the end of the day, we all feel better when we're we're authentic. Um, What blocks us from the ability to be authentic is these emotions, these inappropriate emotions. I can't think of a better word than no, inappropriate. And, no, 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 it's... The,
1: the,
0: the emotions that probably need, don't need to happen. So they're just like sabotaging us from actually being our authentic selves.
1: That's a good way to put it. Okay, good. Sabotage.
0: Sabotage, totally. yeah, and so yeah. so it's recognizing... Self-sabotage. Self-sabotage, so it's recognizing yeah. that... that you know, you have a purpose. You are a. You have an authenticity about you. And sometimes, when you behave in a certain way that doesn't feel right, it feels itchy. It rubs the wrong way, but you do it anyway. It's not because that's you. It's because of other. It's because of old stuff. It's it's just patterns that you learned that you need to rework and redo. Period.
1: And it's also like super important to note that this stuff does take time.
0: Yeah. Oh, it yeah. It will
1: not happen overnight. Right. All the th- and in truth, we told all the things we talk about.
0: Right. I think it's a life journey it's, yeah it's a lifelong I'm still, journey. Hey,
1: I'm still trying
0: I'm still trying
1: I go back and listen to podcasts uh and I'm just like oh god that makes so much sense yeah it's for real though yeah
0: yeah so it takes time and I mean you brought up goodwill hunting last time that scene it's not your fault
1: yeah it couldn't be more true
0: it's, it couldn't be more true so it's not your fault it's normal we all have these these things happen and what can you do to learn from it and grow to be a stronger, more productive person? And what purpose does that have in your life? Um, and how can you start to check in with yourself and really start to recognize what's true and what's not true anymore? Mm-hmm. And then react the way you're supposed to react and then kick ass at life, basically. Yeah, and
1: go forth. And go forth. And do great things for this wonderful world of ours. Yeah.
0: Um, so, and then I think the last thing is, um, is that, I love hearing this over and over again um, is that you don't have to hit rock bottom to, to learn all this stuff. Because a lot of the really great thought leaders and teachers and people that do self help books have hit some fairly significant rock bottom. Um, and you don't have to hit that. You know, it's, it's how soon can you start to actually awaken yourself to these cues and these things and start to make the changes before it totally derails your life before you get to the basement (laughs) before you get to the basement right so it's like
1: you can get off on the first floor you
0: can yeah yeah so so if you're this person where you feel like you're on groundhog day or you know you're like you know what i am really reactive first of all you should congratulate yourselves because there's a lot of people who are so reactive right now that we would even if we like pounded a nail into their head right now they wouldn't hear what we're saying don't you think yes um but congratulate yourself then um start to start to listen in on yourself and say, I am having these emotions. Are these real? Where are they coming from? Does this feel good? Does it not feel good? And then choose how you're going to react. And if you still react in a belligerent, angry way, if you still fight with your spouse or yell at your kid, that's okay. You're you're always going to do that. That's always going to happen. You're never going to be this perfect Buddhist monk. Um, But the the more you do it and the more you uh, recognize it, I think the more you're going to tip the scale in favor that you're less reactive or your emotions are positive and appropriate. Sweet. Right? Yeah. So with that being said.
1: I like that. I do too. That felt really good.
0: Feel it. Analyze it. Don't bury that shit. And
1: yeah, don't bury it. Yes. <laughs>
0: and then and if you you have, work on If you it, have,
1: dig it up. Let it out. Yeah. Let, let it out. out.
0: And, and if you need to get help, get help. If you need drugs, to, not, not like street drugs, but like yeah. if you need antidepressants, right. if you need to, need to see a therapist, whatever, it is, if you need whatever, you need to go to church, whatever you need to do, find that what it is for you and do it and repeat. And if the first thing you try doesn't work, then try something else. Because there's a sure as hell a lot of things you can try. Um, At the end of the day, I think we, I don't know why we talk about emotional stuff so much. I think it's because it's true to my heart. But if you really need help and you're struggling, you know, call someone, call 911, go to the emergency room, go to the crisis center. You know, it's never as bad as it is in the really deep, dark night. Right.
1: Totally. Never. Well said.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, happy rest of the weekend.
1: Yeah. Enjoy you guys.
0: Happy 2021.
1: Yes. Cheers. Cheers.